maybe. everybody i'm chad eckert and that's eric martins that's josh bennett and that is also eric darbo and together we're cracking beers and clicking names cracking monsters cheers boys we're the travelers didn't you used to work for travelers josh i did yeah yeah for like five or six years uh josh bennett he's got his model sweet spot dfs he has his pods and spreadsheets quagnus you've got children they, they need to be driven somewhere soon no i've, I've got a sound check at 4 30 oh you have a real job okay never mind okay we gotta get going here okay so Thank you for joining. This is the show. Each Wednesday, we go through the criteria for clicking. It's also known as recent form, course history, and ownership. We have our free squares, our fades, and our lineups. Uh, the criteria for clicking this week, we are... Did you know that last week was a major? It was. And this week, we have a week after a major, and our guy, Ron, he's calculated who has done well following an elevated or mate oh wait no it'll be the 12th elevated major stroke play event of the year ron's doing a lot of work okay so i gotta give ron some credit here it looks like wyndham clark's the best major player so far this season crazily major elevated event player uh look at that our boy dylan Wu is in second place go find ron on the internet are you using any of this criteria for clicking quagness i i can't recall if this is proved anything after the pga do we do, do we ever look back on this stuff to find out like that's not what i know no idea um most people don't play the week after a major because the major players they're going through a lot of work uh being in that leaderboard or whatever but look at this elite golfers play sparingly says ron but this week there's um 65 players who played last week in the field Going back to 2015, here is how they performed. Look at Ron is doing this work for us. Ram and Rory the week after a major. But is it – are you going with one of these names at the tippity-tip-top the week after a major? Are we doing this? Wow. Does this matter? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't yeah, you? Exactly. Dar- Darbo, these trends will continue, will they not? More often than not, they do. <clears throat> So I think you do kind of look into this uh, stuff Ron's calculating, but I think everybody else does, and that just leads us to chalky names, potentially. Um, Jish, Swish, we're out in the Northeast. Yes. Uh, we're in Cromwell, Connecticut. Does that matter to you? What kind of grass is out here or wind, There's rain, what? weather? No, grass doesn't matter. Oh, what? I think grass what? matters. I know you do. You think a lot of things matter that don't matter. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get into josh's head this this upcoming weekend oh, oh gosh oh yeah should we mention that quick uh we're gonna be together on sunday afternoon we're gonna be playing some golf so follow us on twitter and get some of those updates uh geneva golf course up in alexandria minnesota the collection of us four are gonna play some golf the cromwell connecticut weather have you thought about the super forecast? 
Okay. Look at the super forecast, boys. Actually, Tell me. Great. Now, um, I normally look at this and I laugh and I go, eh, whatever. But this time I'm like, whoa, some wind gusts. Are you seeing these gusts? Wow. Up to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon tomorrow. And even I in the morning, doubt that they will even be able to tell the difference between 20 and 20. Okay, real golfer, we don't want your opinion. We just want to know who to play. Is it AM, PM, PM, AM? Who has the advantage? And I believe, looking at this just off the top of my brain, if you play the morning on Friday, you will have less gusty gusts, potentially oh. a little water, soften things up. Mm. And you're getting that in the afternoon too, potentially. This is going to be better. At, yeah, look PM at you with the analysis there. I have it's even going to rain. Well, so I look at the weather and I know that maybe AM PM is worse than PM AM, whatever. But I actually made my entire player pool and my lineups without actually looking at any of the starting <laughs> time for tea times. So does that matter? That's your criteria. Ryan. Oh, no. Last thing to be uh, worried about this week and for the next few weeks, because I think there's only like seven weeks left of the season. Is that what I read? Yeah, it's coming close to the uh, end. So what happens this offseason? Well, it's the Ryder Cup, boys. Whoa. Yeah, we better be motivated. Brooks Kepka has qualified himself to the top four. I don't even know how the – does it work? Like the top four get in automatically? Do you know? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know either. Okay, well, so I just am going to use the rankings, like how the golfer would look at the rankings themselves, like Tony Finau or Ricky Fowler or Thigala this week. They're in the field. They're not into this top 12. Granted. Wait, I'm kind of surprised Tony isn't. I know, and he won a tournament this year. Right, yeah. So Tony potentially has the chance to get some points. I don't know how the points score. Really, I'm not very big Ryder Cup mind, but I do know there's motivations. Let's look at the Euro side while we're on this website. Okay. It'll let me. It won't let me. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, John Rom, Rory, Yannick, Paul. I've Yannick, that's him. uh, that's our guy. BK likes that guy. I've never seen him. I don't know if I've seen him swing. Um, <laughs> you, you have not. Probably not. Uh, Fleetwood Lowry, they're in the top twelve. Um, Hatton. Wait, Hatton. wait, Hoblin? that team sucks. I know Hovland's not even in the top. He's 17th, so maybe Hovland's yeah. motivated. Fitzpatrick's in here, and he's in the field this week. Wait, that oh. team is bad. Oh, it's the greatest. <laughs> you better go bet. It's like minus 300 to bet the uh, Americans right now. So That might be value. That team could sucks. could be a blowout. What else could you look at for criteria for clicking? You could here, look right, at a model. The, oh, oh, you want to do that? I have uh, our, our friend Andrew Rangich has a question that could be a criteria. What's that? Who's a who's a golfer that missed the cut last week that could play really good this week? That's a isn't that a bucket system criteria, or something close to it? Sure is, and I actually just uh, responded. Oh oh, Sung well, mine, is, mine is Adam Scott, by the way. I was Man. actually, it's not I like day. It. I put Sungjae or day, but I think it's Sungjae or Scott. So I'm gonna yeah. actually go against what you just said. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. I like Songjay. I'm playing Songjay this week, of course. It's all in. The other, the most Shocking. important criteria for clicking is recent form. In fact, uh, I like that, actually. The Fantasy Golf Pod on Twitter is tweeting things somehow. Who tweets out of there? Me. Okay, so look at this. 
most consecutive top 12 finishes in the PGA Tour since 1983. Scotty Scheffler currently with 16 in a row. Wow. He's better than Tiger Woods. He only had 14 <laughs> wow. in a row. He is better than Tiger. Yep, put him in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm amazed by this. So then, obviously, click Scotty at 11-3. No. Too expensive? Yes. I'm thinking about it. I think you almost have to think about that, or even Rom himself. So, listen, if Scotty didn't exist, we would all be about John Rom. The dude's still second in total strokes gain in a little bit of time. He's second in ball striking in about two month period of time. He's sixth in approach in the last three months, and he's fifth in tee to green. So we got Scheffler first, 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 and first, but Rom second, second, sixth, and fifth. So I think Rom's just behind Scotty, even though he hasn't had the, sh- the finishes. I, I mean, top ten. It's not that good for Rom. What about Quagnus? You got recent form names in your brain? I do, and they're all, they're all my rankings are like basically 10k, 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 11k. Shocker! Yeah, who would have thought? So, so you just went to the strokes gain total page on the PJ Tour website and went. This is kind of what I did. I used strokes gain total over the last three months, ball striking over the last six months. <laughs> Strokes gained approach over the last two months and T to green over the last two months, which is kind of the same. But this is this uh, what it spit out. This is using Fantasy National. Scotty, Scheffler, Rom, Fleetwood. Fleetwood, that popular name this week again. Yeah. So you could do Fleetwood or Wyndham Clark, or you could go to Fowler, who is on an insane run. How are you not clicking Fowler, who is now at three straight top tens? We ignore the miscut at the PGA. And he has otherwise finished 15th or better in seven of his last eight. That's does good. Wo- does Woodland stand out on this list? Yeah, look at that run. Wow. Seems odd. Okay. Is he good? He is very good. Wait, I thought he died. Wait, no, he, he's, he's his, back he can't putt. Well, yeah, he's never been able to do that. It's remarkable, really. It's <laughs> This would be a perfect course for him, right? Less than driver golf course? Yeah, yeah. maybe. And... um. What about Eckroat or he's there, Hubbard, somewhere down this list? Aaron Rye, too. You actually reminded me. Aaron Rye is the same problem as everybody else. He can't putt. I have a interesting uh, trend that I've kind of been trying to figure out that hmm. include a lot of names that you all like. I know you do. Um, golfers who played in the U.S. Open but have no course history at this golf course have showed up inside the top 10 for the last five years in the 7K range. Mm, that's a lot of detail. Quagnus, I know you picked a guy not too long ago that uh, shares a name with you and I. Cole? Does he interest you this week? Because he fits that trend. Yes, he does. And he's, he's not, Isn't he on like his 14th week in a row of playing golf? <laughs> yeah, something crazy like that. <laughs> So you're I, talking about I would, low seven. I'd be happy to play him, but it's that. just seven K. Just the yeah. set because I, I I do a lot of research in the seven K range, but uh, so too is Minwoo Lee. He he's in there, um, and I might actually like him better than Eric Cole. Okay, yeah, I like Minwoo Lee. I okay, was hoping so- Austin Eckroat wouldn't be because that was the you just you said Austin Eckroat and it reminded me of it. I'm like, oh man, I that's what I was going to research before jumping on, but then I got sidetracked with work. Um, work. Yeah. So Eckroat's not one of those guys, but Eric Cole is. Um, there's another trend. It, it doesn't necessarily, you have to play at the U.S. Open, but like a couple years, like 
not play in the U.S. Open and have no course history like Ludwig Aberg, that'd be another good choice. Okay. Right. But anyways, the, I just wanted uh, to throw that in there just to give you uh, some names to think about. Well, Cole's coming in at 7% owned at $7,300. There's a lot of good names. This is an elevated event, so uh, pricing is an illusion. Remember that, and everyone's good at golf. In fact, there's not much difference between the Scotty Schefflers and the worst player in this field. Right, Josh? No. Um, sort of, but no. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But either way, it looks like Tom Kim is going to be the most popular name. It was his Why? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> he's 21 now. He can have his first alcoholic beverage, so that's probably not a good idea to click him. Do you think he's drunk tonight? No. <laughs> yeah, he should be. You think he's ever tasted alcohol before, Quagnus? I can't say it. I don't know the man. So uh, I'm pretty sure he alluded to after his second win that being drunk that somebody was going to buy shit for him so he can drink. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, um, I I am calculating the ownership. I am no longer using those websites that are giving us false and bad information. I am just going to ignore those, and I'm just going to use my own beer gut brain, and I'm going to calculate this, and then I'm going to use our guy Brick75.com, and we're going to add it in and average it together. And what you do is you calculate all of these percentages, and it equals 600 because there's six golfers. And then at the bottom here, it's 83, 33 a player. Is the average roster spot if this is the way that the ownership is calculated out using math mathematics? Oh, Either way, it I think this is bad. I don't know if this is going to be right because I'm already kind of thinking like Denny McCarthy. That's too high. So if I go ten two here and we add twenty four point four here, then your your you, Russell Henley is going to get some love. I think Russell Henley might might end up being the chalk of the week by far, and that the Tom Kim people might get overtaken. I'm also told that I like Morikawa more than other people do, and that like more people like Cantley than I did. So I've already kind of made adjustments to this. Again, this is a moving target, and I wanted to bring up our guy Degenerate Seventy Five. He has this thing that he does on his pods each Wednesday nights, where he talks about the steam, the guys who are mm. getting steam, and he talks about the guys that are moonwalking. So he's got the steam and moonwalkers because each week, people look at the projections on a Wednesday afternoon, and then they make pivots off of those and then the pivots and the things they all add together and they make the changes to the projections boom ownership power rankings criteria use it okay five free squares is a segment sponsored by our partner noonangolfco.com use the promo code fgp to get yourself 10 percent, a whopping 10 percent off one dollar every 10 you spend it'll get you hater blockers t-shirts hats Whatever else. First free square of the day. I've already been laughed at by Quagnus. <laughs> yeah, like, how is that a free square? There is no real criteria for what the free squares are. I simply make the notes half hour, an hour before the show begins, scrolling through, and I, you know, try to see like what's going on. And I personally feel like Colin Morikawa is the first free square. He's 9,500. I like the price that helps in the free squareness. I think he found himself <laughs> last week. Did he find a new back? No, his spasms are <laughs> gone. He's fine. I didn't see him teeing it up on Sunday and how he was doing that, if he was crouching down or not. But I think we're back to our old self. He used 7.2 strokes, tee to green at the U.S. Open. His bad season that he's having is part of it is a second, a third, a sixth, a tenth, a thirteenth, and a fourteenth. So, like, right. I don't know. He's good at everything. So, uh feels like a course he could dominate. Are we into Colin Morikawa as a free square, Quagnus? Why did you laugh at me? <laughs> it's just, 
No, no, looking a little closer here, he's he's yeah, I know he's he's playing pretty pretty good actually. I mean, not what we like you said, he's having a, a bad season and it's really not that terrible of a season for a guy that, you know, we've loved since he emerged. So I just don't know. 9,500 free square. I think there's free squares in the 7K range that you can just open up your lineup for. Wow. So well, I got argue... a whole bunch of those. That's not the All point. Right. The point okay. is you got to find right. the name in the 9K range or the 10K range. It's hard to pin down who the actual free squares are because oh, this is roulette, boys and girls. And, and they're all good. Uh, we got another free square and the 9K range. Oh. $9,100 Ricky Fowler. Okay, I'll give you the gift for that one. Listen to Ricky <laughs> Fowler's numbers since switching to swing coach Butch Harmon, according to underdog underscore golf on Twitter. Since Butch Harmon has helped Ricky, he's got six top 10s, 12 top 20s. He's moved from 185th in the world to 35th in the world. He's 10th in strokes gained total, 7th in strokes gained approach over the last nine months. He's found it. I love it. 91. He's coming back. off of that somewhat disappointing U.S. Open. What was disappointing about it? Well, you should have won. I don't know about that. I did listen to some content. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I listened to content again. No, I thought you were done. We were I so know, close I tried to being done. done. <sighs> but our guy, BK, I listened to the Tap and Birdie. That's a known well, yeah. And yeah, I listened that's... to the preferred line, so I saw a lot of BK yes. this week. But at the same time, BK had TJ's DB on. Say that 10 times. And he was talking about how he knows things about golfers and coaches and caddies and shit like that. And they're saying that Ricky used to rely more on his athleticism when he was younger in his career. Ricky was um, an athlete, young, could do anything with the swing, get it to the right spot. As he got older, his athleticism diminished. Ricky has been relying more on his technical form. And so he's had to do that over the last few years. And so they're saying, and what, TJ DB was saying is that you need to go after Fowler and he's going to be more consistent because this isn't just his athleticism. This is his form and his form is now set in stone and it's over and over and over. We've seen it this season. He has seven total top tens. He's Objections? Back. No, I, I was sad. You picked somebody that has a broken back. The first one. Uh, but but if good. Collins' back isn't broken, he's the most overdue besides Fowler. So the two overdue guys, I love that in a free square world where they're overdue, motivated, hashtag motivation. I don't like to do the overdue thing for people that literally do not know how to putt. There's no, <laughs> oh, over, well then there is no like... overdue. It's just uh, it'll just kind of like randomly happen sometime. Okay, so then what about my 8K range free square is Hideki mm. Matsuyama. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Can you believe this, Martin? You can have this gift again. I'm changing my tune, dude. Yeah, I see that. I uh I ended up scrapping the whole rival pile thought process because every time I choose someone to be bad, they're always good. Are you just gonna are you gonna make an entire lineup full of people that are injured? Is Hideki <laughs> injured? Colin, Hideki's always injured. He's had he has had an injury for like six years straight. No, no, no. He's fire now with his iron. So you got Khan, you got Hideki. You're probably going to go with Jason Day next. Ooh. Ooh I, I didn't, but that you could do that. Injured okay. recently. That should be another one of your... Uh, your uh... <laughs> Dude, he is, has to be healthy now. He was T32 last week, gaining 10 strokes. T to green. That's a good sign. He lost six strokes putting. 
That's fine. <laughs> uh, since March, I will say this man, Hideki Matsuyama, has been more consistent, and I'm going to assume he's healthy. So if that's the case, $8,600, free square. Sure. Okay, the know. real freest square of the whole week, and everybody knows it because he's the most owned, is Russell Henley at $7,800. Mm. Darbo, what do you think about Russell Henley's 14th in my recent form rankings? He's the cheapest priced player in that top 15 other than Woodland, I suppose, I wrote down. I mean, I think Russell's priced right where he needs to be, so I don't think he's a value. As for the best play, uh, we all know I don't care about ownership, but... I mean, I would just rather play Adam Scott, Siwoo Kim, Tom yeah. Kim, Egan Bradley, Ooh, Harris Bradley. English, Corey Connors, and Minwoo Lee over Russell Henley this week. So I think Me it's too, fine. Except for Tom. <laughs> well, what if I told you that Russell Henley is second in the field in strokes gained approach over his last two months? Okay. Hasn't he always been really good? Like, like isn't this an though? approach course? Yeah. he's Well, he's got really good history, I'm pretty sure, right? I do like that. I mean, that's definitely one of those trends you can look at for strokes gain uh, stats is the approach. I'm trying to look at his off the tee just to see what it looks like. Okay, so he's worse off the tee than he ever has been in the last seven weeks, and that's probably why his approach has been as good as it is. It's always one thing you need to look at with approach is look at off the tee uh, because they go hand in hand. We don't want the nerd talk. No, none of that. 13th (laughs) in strokes gained total over the last three months. So put it all together. He's 13th in the field. That's better than 7,800. Let's see. Okay, uh, regardless of that, Martins, did you say you had some names in the 7K range? Because I think another free square, because I'm done with free squares. I got, you know, four of them. I think you could do Austin Eckroat at $7,300, but is that weird to say? Austin Eckroat? Yeah. I looked at him. I've been I, the seventy three hundred range is 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 a place of debate for me within my rankings. I got I like Emiliano Grillo, right oh. there in the same price. Eric Cole, okay. obviously, I'm clicking him. Austin Acro was the question. I never get Patrick Rogers right, and then we got KH Lee. So I don't. Yeah, you could. I, I'd like that. I'm taking Emiliano Grillo and Eric Cole, so you can add those to my lineup. I Whoa. think I think Aberg is the guy in that like mid seven range. Hmm. Oh, okay. here's a there's a few Aberg. dudes in this field specifically, and there was some last week and the week before, and there will be going forward. The Abergs, the Sam Bennetts, the newer dudes to the tour that are really really good, but DraftKings hasn't caught up to the part where they're good because they don't have enough history. They're coming from college. They have no clue how to transition like these dudes from being good in college or wherever they came from to being new on the tour. So they'll just be good for a while and they don't catch up on their prices. So like Aberg 7,400 feels like a wild value to me because he's obviously very good. And Sam Bennett is still 7,000 and he's just been good for a long time and they're just not catching the price up. So I think there's... A lot of newer dudes on the tour that are very underpriced that you can just start loading in lineups that'll just save you a bunch of cash. Ludwig von Aberg. Von. Ludwig. Like okay. Beethoven. That's that's that was Beethoven's name. You might want to get Quagnus's lineup since we're approaching the daunting time. <clears throat> oh, all right. Yeah, let's talk about Quagnus's lineup. Um what did you start with? Xander. 
Number one in my model, loves the course, playing great. Why would we not do that and save almost $1,000 by not taking Scotty Scheffler, who I don't think – who I think is playing unbelievable, as you said, statistically. But Yeah, he's but Tiger Woods. Yeah, he's the next Tiger. Just better than Tiger. Yeah, he's better. literally better than Tiger. <laughs> okay, so you're going to skip the guy that's better than Tiger, and you're going to take Xander Shoffley, who won it last year. He's going to have all that pressure of the defending champion. He's going to have all those obligations. No time to worry about the course. Okay. He'll be fine. Okay, well, the next He'll click. Care. Are you going 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 6 <laughs> since Darbo's here? Yes, I was trying to, but then he talked me out of it. So I went 10, 9, 7, 7, 7. That's hmm. perfect, too. Yeah. Okay, what's your 9K cool. name? 9K name Tom Fleetwood at uh, $9,300. Shocking, yeah. Playing great. Plays good at this course. And then we'll hop down to Adam Scott. I got talked into. Who yes. burned me last week? I didn't. I didn't care for. Yeah, that. we got. We got to forget about that. He's yeah, we're not thinking about that. Forgetting about it. All right, thank you. Yes, amnesia. Hey, or put it a different way: a missed cut is a good thing. You do yeah. want at least one guy who missed the cut last week. Yes, at least the bucket system will say. All right, so then Russell Henley because he's free square. Yep, seven eight hundred Russell Henley, and then I said it already: Eric Cole and, and Emiliano Grillo. I don't go below seventy three hundred with this lineup. I kind of like it for the league. I've got it in cash games. I got it in. I'll throw it into a GPP, and I'm playing one lineup because I only have I only have five bucks left in my DraftKings account. Oh my gosh! You only play for five dollars this week. Last week I played for twenty five, and it cost me dearly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my six hundred dollars would have made you sweat. (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine. God, what a waste of money. Okay. Gwyneth, uh, do you want to stick around until you got to go, and we'll just, you just dip in the background? I'll just, I'll just go right now. Okay, bye. Thanks for coming. See you later. We'll see you on Sunday. The guitar thing. Yeah, see, see you Sunday. 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 Ten twenty. Sunday. 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 Okay. I'll be there at nine thirty. Quagnus, for some reason, did not click Mark Hubbard or Dylan Wu in the six K range. He could have done that and got some free squares potentially. Uh, Josh, you want to give your names and then talk to Darbo about his. I can do that. I start I start with Patrick Cantlay. Save all the cash for for like one of the most consistently very good players on tour this year. Okay. He just like fires off top tens at all times and like No, no, he he's never had a top ten here. In fact, this is the one tournament hold he on, hold on. No, no, no. I'm talking about like his form is no, okay, they're not top tens, but it's close. But yes, he has all top 15s, but no top 10s. Yeah, he's due. <laughs> Our guy which, DP. Which is fine. You know what You know what we say, Chad? Hmm. Or what I say. Yeah, they hover. As long as you hang around long yeah. enough, eventually one is just going to hit. Sure. So, Patrick Cantlay, thank you very much. The next one is very similar to that story. And that's uh, Victor Hovland. Just kind of hangs around, hangs around. Although, not super great at this tournament, I don't think. Well, he just average, won a tournament. What are you talking about? Exactly. Exactly. No hanging around. He actually did it. Yeah. He could easily do it again. I think so. You're if right. If you're looking for ball striker guys on a ball striker course, I don't know. Pablo's like a top. I'm into it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I have an 8K name, but I'm going to skip it to the end because I actually haven't decided. Okay. I'm sad about the person that I have there right now. <laughs> oh. uh, so, anyways. So, next is obviously Adam Scott. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And was then he next, model? what's that? Adam Scott. Yes, I believe he is. 
Oh, yeah, he's sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's way up there, as he should be. He's playing very good. We have to forget about last week. Yep. Next. Took him over Wyndham. Don't talk about it. Next. 7,000 just mentioned Sam Bennett playing wildly good, and they just will refuse to raise his price. So This is your cousin? Yeah, yeah. We're related. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. I may, and maybe they also don't raise his price because people hate him because he's really, really, really slow. No, and then okay. he talks about how he, he doesn't even know how long he hits his seven iron. Yeah, yeah that's that was well, that's just a blatant lie. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh okay. So the next one is sixty five hundred. Oh, you're not doing Aberg? No, I, I I'm gonna make another lineup with Aberg in it that'll look similar to this one, but this is not the one I'm doing. Uh a very similar story to yes, yes, similar story to Sam Bennett. Just like a new guy on tour, nobody really knows. DraftKings probably doesn't even know his first name is actually Carson. Um, no. Just like his history or his uh, form is like really, really good. Other than the U.S. Open, he missed the cut, whatever. No. But like going back to fucking February. Yeah. He's just like top 30 in. Top I know. 20. I had Cam and Carson as the freaking uh, free squares. Like you're you're getting a guy that has top twenty or better potential at sixty five hundred, and he's done it like a bunch of times. Okay, sign me up. That was pretty easy. Uh, okay, here's where the problem comes in, Mister Chad. You gotta play Tom Kim. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have so okay. So I have Thigala in my lineup right now, and that makes me sad because we talk every time we Thigala comes up, but we have no clue what he's good at doing in golf, other than. Shocker missed the or made the cut again last week. That's who knows. Is he good off the tee? I don't know. Is he good at putting? I don't know. You know, he's good at making fucking cuts. So that's why I pick him. Um, Jason Day is like at the very top of the model, though. So I'm kind of considering him. Let me show you this. You're right. In fact, the most consecutive cuts so far this season, he's leading with 20. Yeah, crazy town. Yeah, fantasy golf pod on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, next. Uh, that was the lineup. Do, oh, so we got the Gallo. You might do something else, but we don't know. But we I'm not Derek. doing Cam Young. Cam Young's dead, I think. <laughs> he <laughs> did. Bye. Uh, one with Grandpa. Yeah, okay, cool. So there's that. Okay, uh, what about you, uh, Darbo? Did you make a lineup yet? Have you had time? I've, I've, been, I've been making them since Josh has been uh, – I, what I did is I plugged in Siwoo and Minwoo because I want the woo-woo. Um, oh, yeah. I like Siwoo, too. Yeah. So I've actually got two lineups, and I think two. they're both pretty juicy. Right. They both have Patrick Cantley in them. Ooh. Yeah. I'll give you the, I'll give you the shocking one first. I think it's yeah. not, it probably wouldn't be that shocking, but it, it's going to raise eyebrows. It's going to be Cantley, Xander. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Siwoo, Minwoo, JT Poston, and Kevin Streelman. Mm. Weird. Why do you want Kevin Streelman to bother you this whole week? He loves this golf course. He's good. Like, course history oh, is pretty solid. He does, yeah. Uh, and of the 6K golfers that I kind of looked into, if there's one you want, it's it's a veteran, not like a rookie. So, okay. oh, shit. But I, I got you another lineup. <laughs> I got you another lineup. Um, this one's a bit more. It follows more of my brand. Doing the ten nine eight. Uh, Cantley. Patrick Cantley. 
Victor Hovland, Siwoo Minwoo, Shamo, and Mark Hubbard. 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 Yep. Nice. And why do you advocate for that? Just if you're a new listener and you haven't heard us tell you that before, why do you do 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 6? times we've said it. Uh, Primarily because if you look at your GPP winners for like the last three years, you're going to find that nearly 20% of winning lineups start that way. 11% of optimal lineups are, are built that way, which optimal means perfect. So, and then when you break it down further from there, if, and you, I mean, you've said this on your podcast a lot, you make two substitutions. Um, the next most common lineup is a 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 7. That's like 9% or 8% of the time in the optimal. And then the other one is a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 6. So it all revolves around the 10, 9, 8, 7 start. Like it's like 33% of optimal lineup builds start that way. So why okay. wouldn't you, you know, like put the numbers in your favor. If you can, if you can stick to kind of a, a strict structure that way, those are decent odds when you think about how often you win at, you know, DraftKings or fantasy golf. Well, if you're so, playing a one lineup in a single entry, that's less important. Correct. Yeah. It's all like a, on yep. average, if you're playing a shitload of lineups and a shitload of weeks in a row, like you obviously want to play more of the percentages that way. Right. And I, I mean, did like, not do that. Yeah. And you can obviously, if you want to start in the 9K range, that's fine too. Like I said, you got two substitutions. How often do I see a 998876 or stuff, stuff like that? It all works. It, it all works the same. A lot of what I try to tell people is, you primarily want a 6K golfer in your lineup, and you shouldn't care who it is. Just don't care who it is. Don't fall in love with the 6K golfer, but don't disrespect a 6K golfer. Okay. Um, and then I usually like to include a 10K golfer, especially in a tournament like this, where you got so many good 10K golfers up there. But then you got to think about like the US Open, where we had nearly the same field. Rory was your most expensive guy that you wanted up there. So, but you would have been just fine using Scotty Scheffler during the U.S. Open if you had the right pieces. Um, just up to you. Whatever your whatever your pain threshold is, your well, risk for league tolerance. Since we're we're starting a new segment in our league, and I have this lineup built. I like it, but I don't know if it doesn't follow as closely to the ten nine eight. It's a nine nine eight eight seven six. I just so I've got that, a, yeah. yeah, I got Morikawa as my top price guy at ninety five hundred, and then I did it with Fowler. So those are the two free squares. I thought about uh, playing Hideki, but then I had $100 to spare using these last three guys, so I thought I'll just plug him in because he's my guy. Mm-hmm. So I used M, Henley, Thigala, and then D. Wu as my 6K name. Yeah. I think this this tournament, when I did the pass optimal and GPP winning lineups during my preview, there was actually a 9-8-8-8 start. So if you wanted to go, yeah, I know. And I, I mentioned, I, I threw your name out there like, this is a Chad Eckert lineup. Oh, I think I've heard you say that, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Chad Eckert special here. Because I, I literally, it was just getting done saying, you never really see like a mixture of four nines and eights, you know, together or stuff like that. And sure enough, the very next year I looked at, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to eat my words. So, <laughs> Oh, if I yeah, could get to 78, then I could get Henley. What can I do here? See, huh. There's a lot going on. You could, you, I mean, they're good lineups because there's good players because it's an elevated event. What are you going to do? You're right. going to make 
you got to make good lineups, whatever. Okay, so um, that's the program for the day. I don't have anything else to say. We got to play golf together Sunday. Josh. Yes. Heck yeah. Prep, prep for uh, another qualifier on Monday. We got to believe you- you're leaving us Monday to go to a qualifier. <laughs> what are you qualifying for? It's the state AM. I okay. tried to qualify for the state open yesterday. That was fun. What score was needed? Uh, two under to get in, one under to to be an alternate. What course was played? Highland National. Okay. The old Snoopy course. That's uh, St. Paul. Yeah, we mm-hmm. played there, right? That was the we last did. time That's we all where, played. That was our first meetup. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I shot two over. Close. Uh, and uh, uh, sixteen, I doubled, and seventeen, I bogeyed. So oof. So I was there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try, we'll try again Monday though. It's fun. Good luck. Thanks. Okay, uh, Darbo, are you done being live this week? Or are you going live someday? Nah. So my power went out last night. I had the power out for twelve hours, so I couldn't do anything. So actually, right after this, I'm just gonna hit record. Uh, and I'm going to do like my one hour segment uh, for the strategy video that I typically do during my live version of it. And then I'll have a live chat tonight. Uh, I'm aiming at like 8 p.m., but it's probably going to be 9 p.m. I got league tonight. So uh, whenever that gets done and I'll probably just bust out of there right away. So I'll probably be here by eight. But... So what's what is the deal with that? You you go live and you allow people to chat with some combinations of names yeah. and then you put them into your model optimizer deal and you spit together yeah. a lineup. Basically um, the whole, the whole point for me to do it is, okay, you give me two to four golfers that you like, who do you, who do you want in your lineups? And then I use the bucket system to put together a lineup that you may not have thought about, you know? And it's like, right. cause some people get married to their, their lineups and they think, throughout all the superstition and all the praying that they possibly can do that the six golfers they choose is the absolute correct six golfers all the time. It's like, nah, you should literally that six K golfer. Don't even put any sweat into it. Like you just close your eyes and throw a dart at the board and that's the six K golfer you use. So that's what the, uh, the optimizer helps. I feel like at least, you know, provide a little creativity in your lineup building. Um, and I build like five to 10 lineups for each person that gives me a combination. I throw on some music to jam out to so we can, uh, you know, not be stagnant and just have a good time. Yeah. I'm in the chat every once in a while telling you what to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun. No, because, well, sometimes I let you run a few lineups and I'm just waiting for the one that like speaks to me Yep. out of the, out of the requirements I gave you. And I'll just ignore a few of them. And then I'm like, whoa, that combination's a bucket system combo. Cool. I'm in. And then you just throw it into a single entry, your $5 drive the green type of deal. So Darbo, sweet spot DFS. Thanks for showing up. See you Sunday for a golf tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, take a nap, get a haircut. I do need to, I do need to take a, or get a haircut and I do need to take a nap. I'm very tired. (laughs) Competition golf is very uh, draining. It is. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't understand how uh, well pro golfers are trained. They I train can't wait to take on all three of you <laughs> at Geneva. Yeah, right. We'll see how the uh, we'll see how my uh, my night goes tonight. How well I golf. If I shoot under par, I'm feeling real confident. All right. Well, let us know. Tweet. Game is in a good spot. I love that. 
Play that music, Jish. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying anything yet. <laughs> I, I had a short game lesson today. My short game is fucking I'll give you, broken. I'll give you a short game lesson. It is, it is broken, but it might be fixed. I'm going to go fix it. Alright. I got a cheat code for you, Josh. Love it. Peace out. <laughs>